Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is Probably True, a multi-award-winning podcast containing strong language and adult themes. It would be boring otherwise. Does my voice sound different? I hope not, but I can't really tell. See, I went and got some of that teeth straightening stuff done. So now I have to wear braces for a year. Not a big deal, really, but I was a bit worried it might affect the way I sound. The only reason I got it done in the first place was because I've always been conscious of the one wonky tooth in my smile. I mean, I know it's supposed to be endearing. It's part of the whole British thing, isn't it? You know, charming accent, enormous penis, and teeth that look like there's recently been an earthquake in a graveyard. I've almost got it done a few times, but I wanted to be sure that I was doing it for me, and not so that I'd be more attractive to other people. I mean, if I was going to change something about myself to be more attractive than other people, it'd be something personality-based, I would imagine. But that's always the trap, isn't it? That I'd be falling into this idea that I need to change something about myself so more people will like me. Not having that. So yeah, I took my time to get it fixed so that I knew it would be for me, not for anyone else. I'm not after that American thing, where every time someone smiles you've got an after image floating around in your vision like a camera flash went off. Last time I was in the US I went out with some Americans and I was chatting and flirting as I always do and, you know, of course I'd say something funny because I'm just naturally very funny. It's not like a tap, I can't just switch it on when I need it. Hilarious stories and award-winning observational humour just kind of fall out of me. It's a curse, really. Anyway, I'd make an American laugh and then suddenly there'd be flashes of white from all sides. It'd be like being inside a fireworks display. Or like that time someone gave me popping candy mixed with LSD. Just pow, 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 and all this bright white light exploding in my eyes. I was like, Jesus Christ, Hunter or Smith or Chet or whatever your name is, think about something sad for a minute. You're doing me retinas in. After a while, I started adding a downer to the end of my funny chat just to give my eyes a rest. I'd be like... That's what he said. Oi! Death comes to us all. So yeah, I don't want to have American teeth. Looking at my smile shouldn't be like trying to outstare a lighthouse. But at the same time, I don't want to look at photos of myself smiling and think, fuck, I wish someone had hit me in the mouth with a brick so I can get this sorted out properly. So anyway, I went and had all the scans done. Someone stuck a thing in my mouth and waved it round for a while. Yep, we all knew where that joke was going. Didn't need to finish it. Moving on. I had to go back another day and get the things fitted, and I went for the invisible kind rather than the metal train tracks. Part of me wanted to do the adorkable thing that comes with being in your 30s and having visible braces, but I think that works better when you're actually an adorable person, whereas I'm a bit of a wanker. And that's off-putting enough without giving me armoured teeth with bits of food stuck in them too. A bit of a wanker who can bite his way through prison bars and apparently had salad for lunch is certainly a look, but it's nowhere near as charming as I thought it'd be. I mentioned all this to a mate of mine who said, If you got the metal ones, wouldn't you be worried it would stop you sucking dick? And first off, nothing short of full-on shackles and a muzzle is going to stop me sucking a dick if I want to suck it. And second, rubbing a knob along the front of my teeth has never really been one of my secret moves, so I don't think it would be a problem. To be honest, I couldn't help but worry that somehow, 
I get the brace caught on someone's zip or a bell end piercing or something because of course it fucking would. That's how my life works. We'd meet up expecting just to put our genitals in each other's mouths as a fun thing like everyone likes to do of a Saturday afternoon. And instead of a lovely time that ends up with happiness dripping off my face, it'd just be a couple of minutes of fun and then a worried kind of <coughs> sound. And then a slow but rising panic as we realised that his knob jewellery and my face furniture have somehow welded themselves together and now we're stuck. Possibly forever. And then we'd have to find a way to sort of waddle to the hospital or the fire station to get someone to help us remove it. Can you imagine that, coming down the street with like a sheet thrown over us or something, like the world's most deformed pantomime horse? So I was back at the place, getting these things stuck to my teeth. Alanis Morissette was playing in the background because they let me choose the music and Jagged Little Pill is still an amazing album. The guy with his hands in my mouth was actually pretty cute, but I couldn't tell if he was on my team or not. You know, I gave it a little bit of flirting just in case. Then after a while, his colleague came in and complimented our musical choice. I tried to say thank you, but it came out as since both the dentist and his assistant were wrist deep in my face at that point. It was very relaxed and banter-y dentists, actually, not kind of stiff and professional, which made a nice change. I was having a lovely time with someone shoving stuff in my mouth. Yep, again, I didn't really need to finish that joke, did I? Anyway. Lots of blokey jokes and chat, which was fun. I joined in as much as I could, what with my mouth being full of dentist most of the time. After a while, the colleague said, Oh, did you know it was in the sun? And disappeared for a moment to come back holding a printout of a newspaper website. Well, nearly. It was one of those photoshopped things where you can just enter random text and pretend it's a real news site. So more like the Daily Mail than the sun, I guess. And it was all the usual blokey humour about my dentist getting caught up in a scandal of having sex with people in a park or something. A little bit iffy to share with a stranger, and one who is having a treatment, I guess. But I let it slide, because, you know, it was all meant in fun. There was no kind of, like, nastiness there. But then, at the bottom, the very last sentence read, And also, he admitted to being a transsexual. And I rolled my eyes. Because that was my cue to spring into action as a trans ally and explain to them, with diagrams if necessary, why that was transphobic and bad, and people in modern London shouldn't think like that at all, let alone be sharing it around a workplace. Only, I didn't. In that split-second moment when you have to choose between action and inaction, I decided not to. I could rationalise it and say that I had a good hour or so of time still to be spent with this guy's hands in my face and I didn't want to piss him off any more than was necessary, and that it was kind of inappropriate for me to get on a soapbox while we were in that situation. And while both of these things are certainly true, it's kind of been eating away at me since that I didn't say something. Part of me's thinking... It's not my fight. I'm not transgender, so why should I care? Well, random voice in my head, the main reason is because it's the right thing to do. But also, it kind of is my fight. Because LGBT community doesn't just mean middle-class white men with wonky teeth and medium-sized penises. It's all of us. That's why there's so many letters in LGBT. If I'm going to think of myself as part of the queer community, then I have to act like it too, and not just the fun bits. I'm happy to go wave a flag at Pride, kiss a boy in the street and dance to Kylie, but there's more to it than that. If I want to consider myself part of the queer community, I need to do the awkward and uncomfortable bits too. Which means, when I see or hear people being dicks, I have to go, Oi, stop being a dick. In fact, it doesn't need to be that confrontational, just something more like, Oh, I know you didn't mean it to sound bad, but that's not the best way to say what you said. Maybe next time, try it like this. You know, that's a good way of dealing with it. I don't have to be militant about it. 
I could have stomped out of there trailing bits of dental equipment and refused to be treated by an idiot who would say something like that, but there was no malice there. These guys weren't being nasty, just a bit stupid. And when it comes to stupid, I've always found the best way to deal with it is to gently school the people involved rather than just demand to see the manager. Not that it matters, because either way, in that moment, I've failed. And I've got things stuck to my teeth for the next nine months that'll remind me of that. I will be geared up and ready to say something when I go back for a checkup, though. Hey, great to see you again. Uh, do you remember that offhand comment you made to me almost a year ago? Well. So maybe having these reminders in my face isn't a bad thing. Maybe next time I hear someone say something that's not necessarily nasty, but is close enough to reach out and touch nasty if it wants to, they'll spur me on to say something. And, you know, there will be a next time that someone does that. And a time after that, and after that, and after that. So maybe, next time, I'll remember how crappy I feel right now, and I'll actually say something. It's the only way I can think of that might, eventually, one day, lead to there not being a next time. This was Probably True, the multi-award-winning podcast series written and produced by me, the multi-award-winning Scott Flashheart. This and every other episode of Probably True is available on Spotify, iTunes, and your favourite podcatcher, as well as probablytruepodcast.com, where you'll find links, transcripts of every episode, and all the good stuff. If you like what you've heard, please share it with your friends, leave a positive review, and donate to the Probably True Patreon if you'd like some extra content. If you didn't like it, you can find me on Twitter as UnlikelyLad, or by searching for Probably True Podcast on Facebook. Come at me, bro. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.